This is the Tao of Christ, and I'm Marshall Davis. In this podcast, I explore the mystical roots of Christianity, which Jesus called the Kingdom of God, which church historian Evelyn Underhill called the Unit of Life, and which Richard Rohr calls the Universal Christ, and which I refer to as Christian non-duality, unitive awareness, or union with God. This is the Tao of Christ. Good morning, this is Marshall Davis. Today I'm going to talk about unfriending myself. In realizing our true nature, it's not enough to simply see that the individual self, the ego, the personality, the psyche, whatever name you want to give it, is not who we really are. It's not enough to see that the self is nothing more than an illusion, a ghost, a phantasm, a figment of our mind. It's not enough to recognize that our true self, our true nature, is what we might call spirit or consciousness or awareness. The problem is that the old self sticks around even after it's been seen through. Even though it has been delivered a knockout punch like Rocky, it keeps getting up. It will not admit defeat. It will do whatever it can to capture our attention so as to maintain the illusion of existence. This spiritual struggle is mentioned by the Apostle Paul a number of times in his writings. He calls the two selves by the terms new man and old man or flesh and spirit. In one passage, he describes the struggle going on within him. Here he uses the word I in two different senses, his true self and what he calls the sinful nature or the flesh or simply sin. He sees two selves within him. He writes, I do not understand what I do. For what I want to do, I do not do. For what I hate to do. As it is, it is no longer I myself who do it but it is sin living in me. For I know that good itself does not dwell in me that is in my sinful nature. For I have the desire to do what is good, but I cannot carry it out. So I do not do the good that I want to do, but the evil I do not want to do, this I keep on doing. Now if I do what I do not want to do, it is no longer I doing it, but it is sin living in me that does it. Paul here uses different language than normally what people use when they talk about this from a non-dual perspective today, but he's speaking about the same thing. There are two selves. One is the true self and one is an illusory self. Both are vying for attention. Just because we have seen through the hoax of the false self doesn't mean it's going to roll over and die without a fight. Even though it is dead in reality, it continues to cause trouble, like the undead in those old zombie movies. To live a spiritual life, an awakened life, means to transfer our attention from one to the other. To listen to one and not the other. To believe one and not the other. Recently I got a insight into this from Facebook. 
recently I decided to get off Facebook. I couldn't take it any longer. I disabled my account. The main issue was politics. I couldn't take the stuff that Trump supporters were putting on. In responding to these posts, or reacting to these posts, I have unfriended people, I have unfollowed others, I have blocked others, but it's not enough. Not only did I not like what others were saying, I did not like what I was saying in response. Either on Facebook or in my own head, I did not like how I was reacting emotionally. It was feeding my old self, my false self. You've probably heard the old story, often attributed to Native American spirituality. It was about an old Cherokee who is teaching his grandson about life. He says, A fight is going on inside of me, he says to the boy. It is a terrible fight and is between two wolves. One is evil. He's anger, envy, sorrow, regret, greed, arrogance, self-pity, guilt resentment, inferiority, lies, pride, superiority, and ego. He continues, the other is good. He is joy, peace, love, hope, serenity, humility, kindness, benevolence, empathy, generosity, truth, compassion, and faith. The same fight is going on in you, he says, and inside every other person. The grandson thought about it for a while and then asked his grandfather which wolf will win. The Cherokee elder simply replied, the one you feed. I was feeding the wrong wolf, so I disabled my Facebook account. So far I haven't done that permanently, although I very well might do that, but for the time being I do not exist on Facebook, but I found that I was still having the same political arguments in my head. It was not that Facebook was the problem, it was that I was the problem. My ego was getting fed. I then realized what I had to do. I had to unfriend myself. I had to unfollow myself. I had to block myself. I had to disable my ego's account that was running in my head and it worked. It's not enough to recognize the unreality of the self. You have to stop feeding it. As soon as we see the self for what it is, it's as good as dead. It's on life support, being kept alive, if you can call it that, only by our attention. So we need to remove our attention. So I pulled the plug. I cut the juice. It's not enough to see reality. We have to live out of that reality and not give the illusory self the time of day. I no longer have to listen to the rants by my Facebook friends because I disabled my Facebook account. I no longer have to listen to the rants of my ego in my mind because I have disabled its account. Myself is officially banned from the social media of my mind. I really wish it was that simple. Of course it's not. 
the self keeps on finding a way back in, searching for a workaround. It's persistent. It's like an internet hacker. It tries all types of strategies to gain access to my attention once again and disrupt my peace of mind. So what I'm talking about here is not a quick fix. It's a process. It's like subscribing to Norton antivirus software on my computer, which is updated regularly. Those hackers never quit. They keep trying to find a way to infect my computer. The same with the self. So this requires ongoing updating. But I am amazed at how much better it is just from having done this how effective it has been to use this little spiritual trick, you might call it, to undermine the self. It's just a metaphor of self, of course, but it seems to click for me anyway. But to do this, of course, you have to clearly see the difference between the two selves. This can't be just another spiritual idea that we adopt as part of our spiritual persona. This has to be seen directly. We see the false self, the little self, from the perspective as the true self. You don't see the true self. You see as the true self. If you think you see the true self, then you are looking at it as the little self. That is trying to be very spiritual and a very big little self and an enlightened little self and a saved little self and an awakened little self. That's just another way that the self deceives us into keeping it around. You cannot see the true self. You see from the true self as the true self. You are aware of yourself as, as awareness itself. Like God said to Moses, I am, or I am that I am. As I am, we see what we're not. We see the false self for what it is. We see it as a parasite that feeds off awareness. So we reject it like we would a tick that's on our leg. That's why it's laughable that we take it so seriously and that the Apostle Paul seems to think that it has so much power and that so many Christians think that Satan, for example, has so much power. It's, it's just a symbol. It's just an illusion. It is buying into the lies of the false self. That, that old self is dead. It's defeated. It's just an illusion. And as an illusion, it has no power at all. And yet, we give it power by giving attention to it. And its chattering in our heads can disturb our peace of mind and cause suffering if we listen to it and take it seriously. Whenever I become aware of it, I find myself laughing out loud at it. In my meditation time each day, is often a, a laugh or a smile just after I get into the meditation for a few minutes as I once again recognize the self and the trickiness and the shenanigans of it. 
The way to be free from suffering is to see the self for what it really is. To see that it is not us. It wants to be us. It desperately wants to be real and alive and to exist forever. And it wants us to believe that it is us. That's the only way that can have any type of existence at all. If we don't believe in it, it's dead. Once we see it for the falsehood that it is, then we're free. It's just a matter then of getting out of the habit that we are so used to of listening to its voice. One technique to stop listening to it is to unfriend it. Imagine yourself as a Facebook friend that you just don't want to hear from anymore. Not really your friend anyway, so block it unfriend it, unfollow it, disable its account and its access to your mind, then you'll be free, which is your true nature. You are freedom, you are liberation, you are awake, you are salvation, you are eternal life. It's not a matter of achieving those things like spiritual goals for some illusory self. It's that you already are this. You are the true eternal self. Eternal life is your true identity. It's a matter of seeing what you already are. As Jesus already he already was. As he said, I am the life. I am the resurrection and the life. That's it for today. Grace and peace to you. That is the Tao of Christ for today. Thank you for listening. You can access other episodes of this podcast at thedowofchrist.com. You can also find these podcasts in video format at my YouTube channel at christiannonduality.net. My blog, Spiritual Reflections, can be found at marshalldavis.us. There you will also find a link to my books and my email address. Join me next time for another episode of The Tao of Christ.